This is episode 132, Lessons from Birthing My Medicine Drum. Welcome, I am your host, Claire Obeyed. Woman Awake is a soul-led journey of awakening through motherhood and womanhood. Woman Awake explores the soul-based, spirit-fueled, somatic and energetic journey of awakening, of consciousness. The power of an awakened woman lives in her life alignment, her inner attunement, and her embodied transformation. This is not just my journey, but it is ours, and together we seek to free our mind, feel our body, feed our soul, and to hear our heart. As women, as mamas, we seek clarity, we embrace the truth, we dive into the discomfort of our shadows, we honor our healing, and we be fully with our humanness whilst also being in our divinity too. Hello and welcome. I am so excited to have this conversation because I want to share with you all about the crafting of my first medicine drum, which happened just this weekend, gone. And I didn't really think I was going to do that, actually. But just as soon as the kids left this morning and headed off to school, I realized that I had a few reflections that would be really Incredible to share here on a live and on my podcast, so I'm going to do that. I obviously have a frame drum, which I play and which I've learned to play through my priestess training, and I love, and I'm still building up my skill around that and still building up my confidence, and I feel a very, very strong connection to the drum. I think a lot of us do. It feels very much... uh, both is, for me, a shamanic and a celestial conversation. Uh, but the shamanic drum is something that I've felt called to for a while, but also felt hesitant to, uh, to experience and to make of my own. I'm really uh, deeply respectful of the history and the lineage of these particular tools. I'm very deeply respectful of the history and the lineage and the teachings and really don't want to um, bastardize it all any more than it has been. Also, just timing, right? So when the opportunity came up to make my first medicine drum with a beautiful, incredible shaman called Medicine Crow. I don't know if anybody has heard of Medicine Crow. He is based both in the States and also here on the Central Coast and travels around. He is one of those original shamans that has taught all of the other people to make their medicine drums. And that in itself was a really beautiful experience to meet with a traditional American Indian shaman and learn directly from him. But before I even attended this ceremony and this workshop, I had a vision of what my drum would look like and I could see the skin, the deer skin. And I saw her again in my morning meditation before I attended this ceremony. So when I first met Medicine Crow, as soon as I engaged with him... And as soon as this beautiful deer skin was placed down in front of me, I was feeling incredibly emotional. It also had been quite an intense morning with my children, so I'm not surprised on that regard. But there were a lot of tears, and when I looked down onto this skin, I was crying big, fat, mascara-filled tears right onto this deer skin. But it felt like this process that myself and this deer had to go through to connect and there was a lot of gratitude from my heart being poured into this skin and deep respect and um, request to receive her wisdom 
and her beauty and to connect me with the beat of Mother Earth, with her heart, her thrum, her womb space. So from that point on, what I found really interesting upon reflection is it's said or it's believed that in crafting your medicine drum, it can often be a gateway or a window into your inner world to access and be with your birth, so your own birth when you were a baby, and also the children that you have birthed or the way that you birth projects and experiences and offerings into the world and creativity and art. And upon learning that, I had said to myself, okay, so prepare yourself. This will likely be fast, as were all of my births and my particular birth. It will likely be messy. It will likely still be beautiful. And it will likely be disappointing in some regard, but also magical. What I didn't really consider is that I have already done such healing work around the way that I birth, and this relates to working with the womb and the way that I create and offer and serve into the world, and also the deep healing work that I've done around my own birthing experiences with my two children and, of course, my own birth. So the day for me was actually very quick. I finished earlier than I expected but not rushed and not hurried and not wild and not overwhelming and not messy in the way that I anticipated considering the birth stories that, I'm here to, that I was referencing. It really surprised me. I would receive the direction and the guidance from medicine. I did not feel the need to ask many questions. I was really content to work quietly and in silence with minimal chat. And I didn't, which was a really beautiful, gratefully received surprise, I didn't find myself needing to question or second guess or overly perfect my work. I didn't find myself asking either myself or the guide if this was right, if I was doing it right. Medicine Crow would share with us the first principle which is the world is as you see it to be. I hope I haven't mashed up those words too much. And often when somebody would ask a question, including the few times that I did in the group, he would say, how do you see it? What's your vision? What's your world view right now of this situation right in front of you? And this is where I want to bring the conversation of sovereignty in here. And the conversation, especially for us as women or women with wombs or those of us that identify as feminine core beings or those of us who maybe don't have a womb space anymore but energetically connect to that. This idea of sovereignty and walking your own pathway and trusting your own guidance and letting go of the expectations of what the world believes you should measure up to and releasing the perfectionism that stalls us and leads us into a state of procrastination and over control and structure to the point of self-sabotage. Because if you're to look at my weaving on my drum, it's by no means perfect. Not even close. Not even close. There's nothing perfect about that. 
and I look at it now as I possibly wouldn't have a few years ago with such deep love for every single flaw and I use that word really loosely every single imperfection every moment where I didn't measure the, the sinew correctly and I needed to tie off another string I look at an incredibly imperfect drum with so much love and respect and awe because this was created yes within the guidelines and the instructions of how quote-unquote how to make a medicine drum but it's created through me my hands my my connection to this drum my way of birthing my way of weaving my hands my fingers it was created in flow and rhythm from my heart and this animal skin and this deer. There were many women in that group. I would hear him walk around and he would make a comment like, <clears throat> oh, that's really messy. You need to neaten that up there. Or, wow, very perfect, very controlled. It was so interesting. He would never say anything to me when he'd come to my drum. He'd just look at me and smile and nod his head. And I wanted to share this because what felt for me coming through this day was this deep, grounded connection into my sovereign womb, into this silent exchange between he and I, which was, <clears throat> I don't need your recognition of perfection or imperfection. I don't require any guidance as to how to fix this because there is no perfect and imperfect in my space anymore. There is no requirement of fixing it anymore. That sounds like I'm this, you know, perfect human being without any flaws and I never want anything to be done well. That's not what I'm applying at all. What I'm sharing here is this, this deep, embodied, sovereign wisdom that grows and lives from my womb space that has come from years of bringing myself, my soul, deeper and deeper into this human body and deeper and deeper into this womb space and igniting and awakening and grounding my connection and my relationship with all parts of me with such deep respect for who I am, where I've come from, what I do, where I'm going, what I'm creating, what I feel, what I think, what I get wrong, what I get right what matters, what doesn't matter. So in creating this drum and weaving it and knowing, knowing that this was a birthing process, I was able to surrender to the process, surrender to the instructions, trust myself fully, follow the guidelines, let go of questions. And there was one time actually where I realised I'd, I'd, in my weaving process I'd kind of backtracked on myself and I was actually loosening my drum instead of tightening it. <laughs> And it actually made me laugh quite a lot because I thought, oh, wow, that is so interesting. And it was the one moment during the journey where I wasn't distracted, but I'd gotten a little bit too comfortable. Lax had dropped my presence with the weaving process. And it was such a beautiful reminder that it's not about perfection. There's not an expectation here. You cannot control this process. But there is this beautiful symbiotic relationship between full presence and awareness and connection to the process without rigidity and without structure to the point of restriction. 
fully and completely mindful and present, but softly surrendered and easeful and graceful. You know, people often talk about ease and grace and flow and they want to be in that state a lot and they think it's just so floaty and feminine. But it's, it's not possible without an anchor, without a little bit of containment, without a little bit of mindfulness and presence, that beautiful masculine structure that holds you so that you can ease and flow. This is what that moment showed me. That full presence and mindfulness, which actually is a divine masculine experience, that allows the surrender and the flow and the grace and the ease. And in those moments, the weaving would become effortless. It would just become this no-mind situation where your fingers would just be going over, through, under, over, through, under, and it was just magic. And I loved those moments. And in those moments, I would feel teleported to ancient past lives, sitting in circle with women, smiling and breathing and laughing together and weaving. And there was such effortlessness in there. Our, our hands would just know what to do and our breath was in sync and there would be stretches of silence and then sometimes somebody would sing and then there would be a testing of the drum so you would hear the ripple of that beat those moments were just magic so the point of this conversation is not so much to be like hey look at my drum process and look how incredible it was for me it is more to talk about and ask you to start questioning for yourself where do I sit if I'm contemplating and reflecting on this sovereign, wise womb space that doesn't require external validation and doesn't require a measuring stick of success and that has released the ideas of perfectionism or imperfectionism and has relinquished and surrendered control and expectation, where, what is your relationship with this sovereign womb? And are you letting that lead you and guide you through all of your experiences, whether that is motherhood, which, by the way, I'm still working on. Sovereign womb and motherhood is probably the, uh, the sticking point. Through motherhood, through relationships, through co-creations, through birth, through experiences, workshops, projects, where and how... Does your womb space fit into all of that? That's a lot to come out of a drum workshop, right? A drum making workshop. And none of this was spoken to at this event or in ceremony. This is just what landed for me over the last coming days. And it probably helped a lot that I ran the first of the elemental womb classes last night, which was just beautiful and incredible. But I used to think that I needed to push through life from my head and I needed to plow through life from that thinking space and then when I moved into the yogic journey I thought it was my heart I needed to open my heart and open my heart and open my heart and lead from love only which by the way can feel really unsafe for a lot of us and now as I'm learning more and more and starting to harness the power of the womb more I realize it's all three it's not just one but for me, the womb space, the power center, is actually the, she's the leader. She is that divine feminine presence that paves the pathway forward 
in her sovereignty and in her empowered state. She, pay, she paves the pathway forward and she calls the heart and says, and this is how you open. And now we are ready for you to share from this space your passions and your desires and your dreams. And you are safe enough to share and open to love. And then the, the third eye and the mind, it's constantly receiving and filtering thoughts and ideas and wisdom and connecting us up to higher states and wisdom. It all works together. So I just wanted to share that beautiful experience that I had and the reflections that have come after. And I can feel from this beautiful drum that she is going to continue to give me more and more wisdom over the coming week at least as she continues to dry and anchor. But I feel in her sound is not fully toned and tuned yet but I can feel in her sound as it's said in the shamanic world and wisdom that it's a connection to the heartbeat of the earth and that everything on this planet has a heartbeat which is of course true but I feel she's taken me into a relationship with my womb deeper and deeper into the beat and the thrum and the hum and the pulse of my womb space but also the womb of Gaia and the cosmic womb that's just medicine right there that's the medicine that I'm receiving from this drum. So thank you for those of you that have tuned in. Thank you for allowing me to share this wisdom and this journey. I feel that there is some more work that will come from this drum to share with you all in some way. I hope that you're happy to receive this little piece of wisdom and this reflection upon sovereignty and the sovereign womb and the wisdom that is innate within you and the invitation to release perfectionism and procrastination and control and expectations and self-judgment and constantly self-referencing, sorry, constantly referencing outside of the self. There was one particular woman in this group, she made me smile because every time she would speak, she would say, I'm not sure if this is right. Can you check? Is this right? Is this right? I think I've done something wrong. Is it right? Is it right? And I smile because I realize I was hearing a part of myself, an inner child version of me that was also questioning all the time, is this right? Is this the right way? Do I go down this way? Do I go there? Do I do this? Which still definitely comes up for me. Still, as a generator in human design, I often need to respond to others. You know, for example, if I'm putting on a workshop on an event, I love to know what date works better for you or what timing is better for you or what resonates the most. That response, being able to respond to you is really powerful. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about never being able to feel into your own sovereign womb and trust that you've received all the information that you're meant to receive and that you have the ability to move forward. Whether you're going to make a mistake or not doesn't matter, but the ability to move forward and be with what is on that pathway and to trust yourself. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. And I'm so grateful that you've tuned in and you've had a listen. And if this resonates, please feel free to share it on and to offer it out. Perhaps there is a message for all of us to receive on landing in our sovereignty that happens from an embodied womb wisdom space. If you would like to join the Elemental 
womb journey that begins on November 6, please follow the link in my bio and join us so that we can practice together. Thank you for listening to Woman Awake. If you found this episode supportive, please subscribe and leave a five-star review on iTunes. This is the best way to cheer me on and ensure that Woman Awake lands in the hearts and ears of those that need it most. If you think of someone that needs this medicine, please do me a favor and share this on. You can find me over at clarabade.com slash podcast. Thank you for being a part of this journey of awakening.